Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. What's up, what's up? It's a uh, Friday here, almost 4 o'clock. Just finished my radio show. We do from, what, noon to 3 every day. Got one more of those tomorrow, and then driving back home to Pittsburgh from Indy, about a six-hour trip. I'm Matt Williamson, by the way. I guess I didn't tell you that. I hope you know that by now. Maybe you're new to the show, and we're doing a lot of different things. Maybe the word is spreading a little more. want you all to spread the word more than, than it has been. We need to get this thing bigger. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm excited to talk to you guys today. There's been a lot lot going on around here. I've really, really enjoyed the combine and meeting all these people, like I've said, that I've known really well um, and keep you abreast of that whole situation. You hear some rumors, get to talk to a lot of knowledgeable folks. But so far, I haven't been on top of the drills. I mean, usually I'm at home watching every drill, knowing who's excelling and who didn't. And I'll get all that information, of course, but uh, I'm a little behind because I've got a different approach to the Combine this year and more media this year. So that's fun. I mean, it's different, and I certainly will get to the rest of it, there's no doubt. Today, we are talking Redskins. And uh, we got to get through these. I'm going to try to churn out a few of these in the next couple of days. Each team, uh, free agency is rapidly approaching and I'm behind schedule, and all day Saturday I'm going to be traveling, so maybe I'll turn out a couple of these today, um, you know, 10, 15 minutes each, just what the the, the offseason entails for, you know, your favorite team or whatever. Um, they have a lot of cap space. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the positive here. I think as it sits right now, not including the Cousins situation, there's only five or six teams that have more to spend than Washington. But Kirk Cousins is going to eat up a lot of that. I mean, as you would think, second year franchising him. Also on offense, Vernon Davis, uh, John Sullivan, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon. Those are their free agents of note on offense. We'll start a quarterback. I don't love him. You could do a lot worse. If somebody came calling with, say, the second overall pick in the draft, I would be all ears. And get this huge amount of cap space off my off my books and pick up a premium pick and sign Mike Glennon or Tyrod Taylor or Jay Cutler. I know no one's here Cutler. And still draft a quarterback pretty high in the, in the top two, three picks. I think Cousins will be the Skins, you know, starter. Um, but still, I mean, even if he is and even if you love him, I don't know that it's a terrible idea to draft a quarterback in the third round. I mean, you only have Colt McCoy and Nate Sudfeld, and Cousins isn't exactly Aaron Rodgers. You know that. Um, so even if you love them and you're paying them all this this year, and you're going to franchise them again next year, you never let them go. Um, I think a young guy in the building wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, I like Rob Kelly. He runs hard. I like Chris Thompson a lot as a specific role player. I don't like Matt Jones very much, and he has fallen off a cliff. Keith Marshall's intriguing, too. He's still in the mix, their seventh-round pick from a year ago. 
a, a giant talent, uh, never can stay on the field. So if you lived with these four, basically, as you're starting, as you're running back rotation next year, I could live with it. But boy, there's a lot of room to improve too. You know, um, you'd love to see a, a real workhorse type guy to take some pressure off Cousins behind <coughs> a, a really good offensive line that's coming around. So I do think a number one back is a need, but. If you're, it's one of those situations that if you're going to get a back, you better go big or don't bother. You know what I mean? Don't don't just throw a fourth-round pick into the mix and see what happens. you got those types of guys, even though this is a good draft class. I mentioned the line. I like it a lot. Morgan Moses is playing well. Brandon Schreff is becoming a, a star. Spencer Long's fine. Um, Trent Williams is in the conversation as the best offensive lineman in football. Um, you could use a little bit of depth, and I think you could really love to complete this line with a left guard to to you know pick pick up where or to push Sean Laval down to a depth guy. You know that that's the one starting spot that could certainly get better for this crew. And what if you use the you know mid to early second round pick on a guard? Yeah, that wouldn't be terrible. You know, I mean, you do have a lot to spend. I don't know if you'll be able to get the Zeitlers or. T.J. Langs or one of those type of players. Maybe Larry Warford, you know, something along those lines. But uh, it would be great to add a starting guard, you know, either as a veteran or a pretty early pick. Um, the tight end situation is interesting just because Jordan Reed's a star, but he's hard to count on. Uh, Niles Paul comes back. I think you can't forget that. Uh, Vernon Davis played pretty well. Uh, if you want to sign him to another one-year deal at a, a very cheap rate, I would be all ears to that. Um, probably when we go through this, I, I don't think you you do much at the tight end position except for maybe signing a guy like Davis. Because there's a lot to do here. You know, and we get to the receivers, I'd be shocked if Garcon and, and Jackson are back. Maybe one. I would say there's a good chance neither. Jamison Crowder is now a foundational player as a slot guy. They used the first-round pick on Josh Doxson. I wish I knew more about where he was health-wise. Can't say I've seen any reports that are glaringly great. Um, so I think they'd love to bring back Garcon, Doxson, Crowder, third-round pick, or something like that, because I know I'm always sound like I'm bashing cousins, but you better surround him with guys. You, you better not... Make Cousins be the guy to improve, you know, to, to inflate what your receivers can do. I think it needs to be more the other way around with him. So to sum up the offense, I mean, a guard would probably be right near the top of the list. Uh, receiver probably is the top of the list, assuming that, you know, Garcon and Jackson are not your property at this point. A tight end would be nice. A number one back would be great. If you don't go for the number one back, then just live with what you got for another year. And I think you need to think about a young quarterback, you know, a, a, a draftable player, at least to develop into a two, give or take. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Before you lies a beautiful meadow. In that meadow, Progressive Direct has placed its auto insurance rates alongside those of competitors. You select the lowest rate and feel a great sense of calm. A great sense of oh. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates so you can rest easy. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
All right. So there wasn't a lack of things to address on offense. And, you know, and then Cousins isn't a done deal, you know, tenure starter here or anything either. I and mean, there's some uncertainty there. More uncertainty on defense, though, especially the defensive line. You know, here's your defensive free agents. Chris Baker, who's a really good player that nobody talks about. Ziggy Hood, Cullen Jenkins, Cedric Olson. So, I mentioned them just because on your defensive line right now, you have Ricky Jean-Francois, Mike Iadonis, Phil Taylor, I mean, whose career has gone down the crapper. And that's it. I mean, you play a 3-4. You need defensive line help bad. I mean, to me, you got to re-sign Baker even ahead of Jackson or Garcon. Um, once you get the Cousins things all squared away, which basically is, um, Baker has to be your next priority. I mean, you got to get this dude locked up. <coughs> and you got to surround him with two starters. I mean, there's they need a lot. I mean, a penetrating defensive tackle type, a true uh, five technique, a longer... 6'5", 290-pound type body. Uh, they could certainly use those type of guys. So this defensive line is in serious need of repair. Keeping Baker would be a big, very good first step. Run defense has been a big problem here. That's an obvious correlation. Um, so that needs attended to. There's no question. I like the edge guys. I like the edge guys a lot. Ryan Kerrigan's a great player. I thought Preston Smith would be a little further along than he is. Um, but I still have hope. Trent Murphy's a very good player. He can also bump inside. There's versatility with him. Uh, Junior Gallette is still on the team, but I'm not sure it's really even worth talking about, but he is on the team. So you don't mess with this. You know, I think they're fine there. We have plenty of other things to address on this side of the ball, including inside linebacker. I like Sue Cravens a lot. Um, I'm hearing maybe he's going to become a safety full-time. I'm not sure it matters what you know, letters you put in front of his name, if it's ILB or SS or whatever, I think his role will be pretty much the same. I think you want to put him on tight ends, keep him near the line of scrimmage, short the intermediate zones. I like his future. But again, this run defense has been poor, and Will Compton and Mason Foster aren't going to get it done as you're starting inside linebackers. I mean, they... Uh, they really need a number one inside linebacker, a face of the defense, you know, the leader. Reuben Foster would be ideal, you know, uh, Dante Hightower. I mean, so inside linebacker to me is a major need. Secondary is not a lot better off. You know, that Duke Iannaccio, Dante Whitner, Greg Toller, all those guys have exp expiring contracts as well. None to me are absolutely in demand to bring back. Um, D'Angelo Hall has officially moved. You know, he's from corner. He's now a safety. You could even cut him to make more room. I don't think that would be a travesty. Of course, you love Josh Norman. I mean, he's by far the best player um, on this defense and in the secondary. You know, he's a foundation guy. I, I still have hope for Breland. But, you know, the cor corner depth is not great. Kendall Fuller. They are going to need more from him in his second year's third-round pick last year. But Norman, I could make the argument of the secondary guys, is really the only one you want to say is an easy starter. You know, Breland's a good player, but, I mean, if he was your third, you'd be a lot happier. If D'Angelo Hall was your nickel, you'd be a lot happier. I mean, your fifth guy off the bench type of guy, or playing somewhere else, really, for that matter. So this is a, a defense... 
defensive secondary that needs a lot of work. A defense that needs a lot of work. I think they have the edge guys in place, but basically need everything else. So I would expect the, the, the Redskins to be pretty active in free agency. I would think defensive line has to be at the top of that list. And, you know, the offense could use quite a bit too. So crucial offseason for Washington. A lot of things on the need list. Quarterback situations, a little unclear, big picture. Would you entertain offers for him? Would you consider trade, you know, blocking him up long term? That's the first domino, obviously. Or maybe you, that domino doesn't happen next year. But that's my take on Washington. Um, uh, it's not real glowing. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 103117.